Hello. You're listening to Jennifer Hill. You're listening to Don't Get Offended with Jennifer Hill. Episode 10, 9, 8, 7. I don't know. I initially thought, <clears throat> I'm going to label these episode 0, 1, 2, and then I go back. I'm like, what episode is this? I have to look. But I wonder what the policy is for making music, putting music on your podcast. Because I want to, this is what, so I, I want this on my podcast. Can you hear it? That's what I want to start singing, but I'm not Tevin Campbell. There we go. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Tevin. Yeah. Your name. Maybe the rule is like less than 30 seconds. Hopefully it is because that's what I played. But that's what I was going to open up and sing. I should have been more prepared. I should have opened it and had it set to that part of it, part of the song. So I'm up and I'm leaving for my flight in two hours. And I thought, why not get up on here and record one more? One more again. So... Today I wanted to talk about, let's get right into it. People who say how, how they feel, people who express themselves, or people who don't leave you guessing how they feel, and people who do. So I would call it passive aggressiveness, I guess, or the inability to say what you want or say how you feel about anything, indecisiveness. Maybe, maybe indecisiveness is rolled into it, but I was raised, I don't know, life is weird. I'm like, was I born this way? Or was I raised this way? Cause my mother's like that with, uh, saying how she feels. And my dad also says how he feels and most of my family does. And I don't want to get into the East coast, West coast thing, but maybe it's East coast coasters say how they feel and uh west coasters don't are like people will tell me oh you you're just real or you're just honest or you're blunt or you keep it you keep it real and i'm like i'm not how do you not be who you are i don't know and i guess maybe people who don't know how to say how they feel or express themselves Maybe they could argue the same thing. How do I not be who I am? So touche. But I th- it just drives me nuts when you don't know how someone feels about something. So you have to guess. And I'm like not into that mental game anymore. I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling like if you are not going to tell me something bothered you, that I'm not going to fucking kiss your ass to find out if it did. Okay? I'm not. And it's like, 
just give me a straight up answer. If I offer you something and say, do you want this? Just say yes or no. How do I explain what I mean? Like if I say to you, um, I don't know. I can't even think of an example right now. Like, oh, I ordered some pizza. Did you want a piece? Oh, that's really sweet of you. I think, I think I have my lunch in the fridge. Or I think that's really nice of you. I think I was going to get something from the grill. Like, I don't, all right, whatever it is. I'm just fucking throwing something out that maybe work. I don't even know. I'm just, but it's like, just say no, thanks or no. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's like people, that's maybe the terrible example. People are afraid to just say how they feel, especially out here in California. Or maybe, I don't even want to say that because there's people I've met who are not afraid to say how they feel. But it's like when I do, when I speak how I speak like this, people get so like, oh, wow, you just, you just have no problem saying how you feel. And I'm like, what? I, I don't get it. What? I've been like pulled aside of jobs out here. I mean, I guess in general, but mostly out here. I was like, ma manager pulled me aside and they said that, you know, the staff d felt like you were a little aggressive. And I was like, why? Well, because you told them that the patient needed to be ready for surgery and that you needed the vital signs now. I'm like, what? okay. How is that aggressive? What, how else do you want me to ask? I don't get it. I don't get it. Just, just, it, it has to be me. Obviously, it's if if I'm the one getting spoken to, then it's a problem for. Then it's my problem. I just guess I maybe. I wish that people were a little less passive about things, or like giggly and smiling and saying that you know everything's fine when I when you're all, like you're pissed off. Like I know you're pissed off. I can feel your energy, but you're acting like you're not. I've met many, many people like that. It's like, or it's like, if you want me to do something, just tell me to fucking do it. Just if you need help with something, just tell me what you need the help with. Just give me the task. You know, just I come across it at work a lot because we work with a lot of people and people have trouble delegating or asking for help. We all have problems like that as nurses. But you'll like, if you're drowning. And I offer you help and you just laugh it off or say, no, you're fine. I'm like, wh why? <laughs> why? And I think this comes from people who are just used to taking care of other people and not asking for help for themselves. And that's, and that's what I come across a lot. I was thinking of one specific person when I'm, when I'm saying this and I was thinking of another girl that I know will probably listen to this who also does this and I, I'm like oh she's gonna think I hope she doesn't think I'm talking about her but she's included because she has a problem standing up and speaking up and saying I need help she knows who she is she knows who she is she's the one taking a lunch break at fucking 5 45 p.m she's the one drowning and no one even knows what's going on and she's like no I'm not gonna ask for help all right don't ask for help I'm gonna ask for help or I'm going to tell people they need to do something for me. I'm going to delegate it to 10 other people. Because the longer you're a nurse, the more you realize. I, I've slipped into nursing, but it's in life too. But the older you get, I guess, 
the more you realize that asking for help is important <laughs> and it's an important part of mental health and it's an important part of growing and and learning that maybe other people are, are available to help you and then there's people who have no problem i mean i have no problem asking for help but then there's people who have no like no problem asking for anything and you're like you're really asking for that like okay you got balls like you're really just asking me to do that for you or help you with something that's kind of ridiculous i don't want to get into specifics but you're really asking me for all that money like what am i doing ah and i guess it goes into everyday life when you encounter people who just can't express how they're feeling and that's the under it's it all goes back to underlying growing up underlying childhood issues and whether you felt you were heard or not as a child and i mean i guess even if you felt like you weren't heard you could grow up and be something who speaks up for other people or speaks for other people because they weren't they weren't heard as children or you can grow up and be passive aggressive I don't even want to say that because it's just like like not it's like um timid like timid and I when I bump up to people like that I get like it gets like I don't know why it gets what's it gets not on my nerves but it like I'm just like, just say how you feel. Just say it. What is it? Just tell me. Now. I can't live like this. I can't live not knowing. Like instead of asking, instead of saying, I need help with this. It's, oh, I'm really, over, I'm really stressed out because I have this task, this task, and this task to do. And I don't know how I'm going to do it all. And that's passive. I don't know if it's aggression, because I, but maybe you're annoyed underneath. But that's, what, that's going around the issue instead of saying, I need you to do this for me. Would you mind doing this? So instead of saying that, you say all the other things that you want the person to assume. You assume the person is going to know what you mean. Which maybe they will. Maybe they read you that well. But that kind of is like a toxicity. That relationship turns into like, whether it's a friendship or a relationship with your parents, whatever, who, what kind, whatever kind of interpersonal relationship it is, it does, it does turn toxic. Because then one person is constantly trying to read your mind and the other person is just kind of always hoping that the person reading the mind just gets it. And that's just no way to live. You got to start, you got to, and I guess it's understanding that you, and I've had problems asking for what I, asking for help for sure. Definitely. So that's like, although I could speak up for other people and delegate at work and do all that, but I've had problems asking for help so I can relate to that. That's not easy, especially when you're used to caring for yourself and just doing everything on your own. You don't, it doesn't even occur to you to ask somebody for assistance or it doesn't it doesn't even occur to you to, to a, first ask and or what to ask them like I know I need help do I even know what I need help with and if I do how do I ask for that specific thing I need you know you get it you feel me don't be afraid to ask for what you want we're all learning don't be timid stand on your own two feet you're strong you're smart 
Oh, man, I used to have a trainer online. Who's it called? Katie. I don't know what's going on with her right now, but her her saying was, um, you're strong, smart, capable, and worthy. And that, and then she got involved in a hit and run in Washington State, and I think she might be in jail. That's a really crazy situation because the person she hit passed away. It's like, whoa. You like how I took a hard left with this conversation? I took a hard left over here. I'm just enjoying the process of creating these episodes because I just get to talk shit and no one's going to, you know, fight me on it. Or if they are, they can just, I don't know, maybe they'll be too timid <laughs> to come at me with it. Um, because it's all you learn as you go. And you, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And this is where I'm starting, talking trash, talking nonsense. Don't get offended, okay? Don't. So I guess the tools you would need to learn to stick up for yourself, and what I learn, need to learn, is that healthy boundaries are important, and isolating and avoiding problems only create more inter interpersonal turmoil inside yourself and with your relationships with other people. Um, and if you only can do one thing for yourself to speak up for yourself, do that one thing. One little baby step. If you're going to... It's easy. You know what's weird? It's easier for me to stand up for somebody else than it is for me to stand up for myself in a real way, I guess, like in situations where, you know, I might be getting spoken to at work, which happens more often than you could ever imagine, or I'm having like a disagreement with a family member. Like, but the older I get, the more, and, and maybe people would disagree with me. Maybe people would say, no, Jen, you have no problem saying how you feel. And I'm like, well, if that's what you think, then I have a lot more to say that I don't say. <laughs> so if you think I have no problem saying how I feel, then I'm really holding back a lot more than you think. <laughs> but, and I've always taken, for me, and maybe someone else can relate, <clears throat> is I've always, I lost my complete train of thought because I started thinking, what if someone who's timid or someone who has trouble making their own choices and wants to change and I said do one thing that makes you feel good it's like just do even even if it's go somewhere on your own or go somewhere and sit by yourself and write or go to a, a workout class that you wanted to try like those little baby steps make you feel stronger really doing something by yourself really really does make you feel um, independent and strong and like independent, strong, and more likely to do it again and again. And trust me, I've, I've been traveling by myself for years, for like a little while now. And maybe I gotten too good at it. I do often wonder if, if I'm just like avoiding or running away. But at the same time, I always ha I have to be okay with where I am. 
and who I am. And it's a learning process. So, and I don't, there's, we all wave in different, I guess you can't just say one person is passive aggressive and one person is um, confrontational or has no problem saying how they feel. And they're either all that or all this. And it's the, you're not, it's not like obsolete. You can be, it can be mutually exclusive. Is that what I say? It's not mutually ex exclusive. Is that the term? You can be more than one thing. You can be passive aggressive sometimes and then other times have no problem standing up for people. You could be standing up for people almost all the time and then have a problem standing up for yourself at other times. But, uh, my per my overall personality type is like boom, boom, boom. Um, this is how I feel. This isn't right. We need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. So, and I tend to have, I tend to, like I said, like not get along. Maybe I do get along with people who are passive aggressive or, you know, don't really have, aren't, don't really speak up for themselves. I do get, I do tend to get along with people like that, but also like, Oh, sometimes I'm like, I know what you want to say, and I'm not saying it for you, even though sometimes I do. But I'm like, just say what you want. Don't let people fucking stomp on you. People will run all over you out in these streets. They really will. If they sense any resistance, or um, not resistance, if they sense any ability to to steamroll you they'll do it I don't even know if people are always conscious of it they just they just do it because they're allowed to is that is that okay to say but I've, I've found myself steamrolling people and I'm like fuck I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that I guess I did mean to do that, and I don't really have good control of my behaviors, so I should practice being more sl slowing down, slowing down, and uh, and taking a look at your surroundings and the people around you, and being more compassionate. And I I've learned that as I got older too. I've I used to be so like <clears throat> so stuck in the way I thought about certain things and even whether it was right or wrong whether the opinion I had was right or wrong I was immovable like you could not sway me and if I thought something was wrong I thought something I was like there was no black and white I mean there was no gray or it was only black and white there was no like compassion almost it's just always like I don't think that that's right. You shouldn't do that. Stop doing that. And I've definitely loosened up from believing, from thinking like that. And now I feel like sometimes my thoughts are so scattered or so like my beliefs are all floating around in my brain. And I can't really reel them in into like a one way of like thinking. I have so many Sometimes social media does this to you. You have like people's opinions about different things and you're like, yeah, I agree with that. I also agree with that. I also agree with that. I also agree with that. And you start, it's like you can agree with so many different things 
that you start to feel like, where do I stand? You know? Does that make sense? My friend Cassandra would say, Californians love to say, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but it's only because we're unsure if we're saying it clearly enough. That's what I think. People in general say, does it make sense? But she says it's a California thing. So maybe I've, I've assimilated. But, yeah. And that's, I guess, if, you're, if your core beliefs or your core values are that, you know, people deserve to exist the way they are for the most part because uh, this is not a philosophy course or an ethics course. I don't have to go deeper into that, do I? I think we have common sense, right? Overall, people should be able to exist in their own skin and who they are and should be able to love who they love and live how they live without people having so much shit to say or getting involved, overly involved in their lives. And I think as long as you stand in that, then all the extra stuff you can under you can accept and you can take as, you know, yes, I agree with that opinion. Yes, I think that that's wrong. I also agree that that's wrong. I don't think that's wrong. It's just sometimes too many opinions get you kind of lost in the mix. And you're like, I don't want to, I don't want people to think... <laughs> That's, that's definitely true. That's where this line of thinking is going. I don't want people to think that I'm not being considerate or that I don't care. Or people would think that you should be doing this and this and this and this and this, and then you feel like you're not doing enough. Or am I doing anything that matters? Am I making any sense? Or am I, do I matter? It's like you got to kind of step away from that. Um toxicity that's a word of the day or that um social media i guess that way of thinking i guess is what i'm saying don't you guys love when jen gets lost in our thoughts don't you love it so much who's good at losing our train of thought and not finding words jen yes she is she really is. That's me. If I... So for someone like me who's has no problem standing up for what they believe in or, or has no problem kind of calling people out or saying something to people about how they feel, maybe a lesson for you and for me is to take a deep breath and shut the fuck up for once. And maybe learn that you're... Input is not always necessary. That's a lesson I need to learn. And then sometimes it is necessary to stand up for other people. And then you just kind of, you know, pick your battles, I guess. Decide what's, is this something in this moment that I need to say and or have an opinion on? Is it the end of the world if I don't? What will change in this room, in this space, if I don't say anything? What will... What will change if I do? And that's, that's a lesson for us. And for the people who can't speak up for themselves or who have problems or who are in spaces where they don't feel safe to speak up for themselves, do something good for you that, that you wouldn't normally do.
even if it's just recording yourself or writing it down or recording yourself saying something to someone that you wish you said or writing it down. And that might make you feel powerful. That might make you feel strong. And when you feel strong, you do more things that make you feel strong and then you get stronger and stronger, whatever strong means. Just being assertive in setting boundaries for yourself. So I find my, I, I was like beginning this podcast thinking that I was going to go on the, a rant about how I can't deal with people who don't stand up for themselves. And I've ended it remembering that we're all humans and compassion is important and not at all battles need to be fought truly and then but not all battles are to be ignored either and while I'm saying that I'll float into saying the people who um, also have this thing where they say well I don't sugarcoat anything I'm going to tell you how it is which yeah that's good. I don't like, I, I, I don't subscribe to that. I don't sugarcoat anything because I don't know if what I'm saying is necessarily hurtful or if I'm being honest with you, it doesn't mean I can't be compassionate as well. Like you don't, you know, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to keep it real with you. All right. But you also don't have to shit coat it. You don't have to cover it in fucking mud and shit either. You can be honest and open without being nasty. That's a possibility that I'm learning as well. Catch me on a bad day. I'm, I'm not the best, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be the best of me that I can be. And that's with nursing, especially it's really hard to be compassionate and nice all the time. And then we really need to start talking about that as nurses and in the healthcare in the healthcare world that the expectations on us to be these fucking perfect angels is like a lot. Because guess who's not a perfect angel? That's me. And our mental health is important. And our physical health is important. And I turned into advocating for nurses. But don't, don't shit coat stuff. Keep it real and honest with people you love and care about. Learn to stand up for yourself in ways that are tangible and realistic for you. You don't have to go out and fucking step on a soapbox and scream out a megaphone. But go do one little thing that you're afraid to do. And for me, maybe I'll learn to shut up sometimes. But I doubt that. <laughs> uh, so I'm off. I'm going to wash my hair. I hope that you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and send uh, some loving energy that I get a job soon because I'm unemployed at this moment, but I'm going to go enjoy this vacation and I'm going to uh, go out in the wilderness. All right, guys. Happy Thursday. Happy Thirsty Thursday to you. And until next time, love to all of you. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, comment, email, DM, yada, 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 you know, and so on and so forth. Safe travels 
to me and to you. Enjoy your drive, the end of your drive to work, if you're listening to this while you drive. All right. Love to you. Goodbye.